Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1292. Success can be attained in any branch of human labor. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest calling in from Bennington, Nebraska, Andy Leach. Hey, Andy, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm ready for this. Thanks for having me. All right, you bet. Andy Leach is the owner of Cal Automotive Creations, where he and his team build custom cars. His father got him into cars at the young age of 14, and his first ride was a 1937 Ford that he learned how to weld and form metal on. He worked with Troy Trepanier at Rad Rides by Troy for five years, where he honed his talents. Andy and friend Ron built a 1940 Ford, where they titled it Checkered Pass. And you know what happened? They won the 2013 Riddler Award, which was an incredible accomplishment, given that this was the first car out of his newly formed shop. I had the honor of meeting Andy at the Classic Auto Show in Costa Mesa, California, where I interviewed him on their celebrity stage, along with his good friend, a guy that's been on Cars Yeah! before, named Wayne Harini. So Andy, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment here and share a little bit more about your business and a very obvious passion you have for building some very cool cars. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, it's a pleasure to be on here. You know, I grew up uh, always kind of being an artist. And it, and when my dad got me into cars, I, I kind of transformed the art thing into cars. So it's it's basically like a rolling sculpture, if you will. You know, we're really blessed to have a great team here. Got 12 guys and uh, we've, we're busy as ever. I think we have 17 cars on the list, uh, which I think 13 of them are in the shop right now. It's what's really cool about it is it's uh, it's all over the board. Everything from an early early street rod, early hot rods to muscle cars to race cars to four by four stuff to to restoration. So it's fun because it's we're not locked in on one you know like one car or one style where we can just kind of go all over the board and put our creative touch on all those cars. So uh, and then we have great clients that that just believe in us and uh, kind of let us go crazy. So. Let you go to town. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I when I got to meet you down at the Classic Otter Show, Wayne pulled me aside and he said, you got to have Andy on your show. This is a young man, uh, which I kind of teased you a little bit, I think, about young man, because you look about half your age, uh, <laughs> you know, because when you told me how old you were, I went, what? Um, <laughs> no way. No way. I look like you just got out of high school or something. But you've got those young genes, which are going to serve you well. But I really am excited to have you on the show and share all these talents and these fun things you're doing with my listeners. But first, as we continue on this journey that we call your life, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars. Yeah. So Andy, take the wheel. Yeah. Um, this quote is from Andrew Carnegie and it's something I, I uh, saw years ago. I'm kind of obsessed with Andrew Carnegie. I know it doesn't have a whole lot to do with car stuff, but it translates very well into this and kind of sums it up perfectly for what I do here because nobody needs these cars, but we're blessed to, to build the cars that we do for the clients we do. And, and Andrew Carnegie has this saying that uh, success can be attained in any branch of human labor. There's always room at the top in every pursuit. Concentrate your thought and energy upon the performance of your duties. 
that's always nice. stuck with me because like i said you know we build cars it's not like we're putting a, a roof over somebody's head or something but i wouldn't yeah. want to do anything else and, and uh yeah i'm just a lucky guy i guess to play with some really bitching cars so. Well, I think, you know, and I always say this, and my regular listeners know this, I don't really believe in luck. I think that what happens in people's lives is when they take their talents and hard work and it kind of collides with an opportunity. And in your case, I'd love for you to touch a little bit on this guy named Ron that I mentioned in your intro, because I know you and I talked, and I, you were very humble to say if it hadn't been for Ron, I don't think any of this would have happened. It's a guy that believed in you and helped you kind of set you on your path, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I met Ron in uh, 2010, January of 2010. And uh, he had this 40 Ford coupe that him and his dad had, it had been like a father-son project. And they, I think, believe his dad bought it like 57 or something. And it just never materialized. He approached me about building the car. He wanted to get it done for his dad so his dad could see it. I started on the car and uh, it was an old stock car of all things. So it was pretty beat up. Just started rebuilding it. Never had the intention of it being a, a, a Riddler car or anything like that. It was just supposed to be a nice car that him yeah, and his dad could have fun in. And uh, met Ron at, at kind of a, a down part in my life. I was a single father raising my daughter and I, was, I had a welding job. I had just left Troy's at Red Rides. I came back to the Elmont area to be closer to, to my mom and stuff and started working on his car. And uh, during the day, I had the welding job, so I'd work seven to six at the welding job and pick up my daughter at daycare, and we'd go do, you know, our thing, watch a movie and do dinner and stuff like that. And so she'd go to bed, I'd go downstairs in the garage and, and work until I couldn't stay up, and then we'd just kind of do it all over every day. And uh, I, I had this email typed to Ron. I had worked on the car for probably a year already, but I had this email typed out, and I was, I was scared to death to hit send on it. And it basically said, you know, hey, Ron, I'd, I'd really like to work on this car full time. And that's basically all it said. And uh, mm-hmm. one night, I think I, I probably had a drink in me or something, and I, I hit send on it. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I was so scared. And I'm not joking. It was like 10 seconds later, Ron called me. He goes, meet me tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. in Bennington. I said, okay. And I still didn't know where that was going to go. So <laughs> so we met, we met and... Uh, he goes, I see your, your dedication and your hard work and what you want to do. He goes, do it. Again, it, I started working on it full time and it was never intended to be a Riddler car. You know, probably six, seven, eight months down the road there. He, he goes, man, you were, you were here nonstop. He goes, I, you, yeah. you never go home. Yeah. So he goes, I'll help you start a company because I can see this wow. is what you want to do and stuff. So yeah, he's, Ron's awesome. You know, he'll, he'll probably never fully understand how much I appreciate everything he did to, to help me get started and stuff. And what a story. I've got goosebumps from this, but you know what? <laughs> There's a golden nugget that you dropped in here, and that is hit send. Don't be afraid <laughs> to ask people for help because you know what? When people see how hard you are willing to work and how talented you are or what the potential in you might be, you never know how they might respond to that. And imagine if you'd not ever hit send. He may never have known what your true intentions were, never provided you with the opportunity to prove yourself and create something out of an old 40 car that was a stock <laughs> racer that was a pile of junk. And I'll tell least, uh, tell listeners right now, you got to Google this car and go check it out because it is absolutely insane. And And the fact that this was kind of a first build in a sense, and it won the Riddler. I mean, that is 
this is like a Cinderella story. It really is. You know, yeah. I, do you wear glass slippers? Is that what's going on? <laughs> I don't even know how to explain that. It was, it was literally, we kept building the car and I hired my first employee, Eric Hansen, and he had never been around anything like that. We just kept working and working and uh, we went up there to Detroit and then it was just like, I remember him announcing it and then it was just like, what just happened? And then it's what just did, a blur yeah. from there. So, yeah. Uh, wow. It's a, <laughs> I tell you, it's a wonderful story. It, it's just absolutely, I love it. I love it. Give somebody an opportunity, let them prove yourself like Ron did with you and you never know where things can, can lead. So now you've got this shop with all these employees, a backlog of cars. I mean, it's just, it's just a dream come true. It's a, it's a American uh, wonder story of life and hard work and uh, dedication. So kudos to you and your team because I know well, you can't you. do it alone and you built right. an awesome team and you're always the first guy to mention your team before yourself. So uh, I love everything about you, buddy. Well, let's talk about your automotive journey and I'd love for you to share a story that instigated this passion. I alluded to this or I mentioned it in the intro, 1937 Ford that your dad taught you how to weld and form metal on. Tell us about that pivotal moment and perhaps that car when you knew that you were indeed a car. Um, yeah, it was it was probably a little bit before that. He had bought me, I think it was a Hot Rod magazine or something, and and uh, that was in the early '90s. And uh, all I did was memorize that whole magazine. There was a guy, you know, Boyd out there in California, and Chip was doing stuff with Boyd, and and even Troy Chapanier was in there. So it, I, that magazine became like a bible to me. And I couldn't wait for the next month's issue to come out. And pretty soon he, he turned around and he bought a 34 Chevy that was actually a done car. And well, that just blew my mind, you know. So I, he'd come home and I'd have that thing all apart and figure out how to get back together before I got in trouble. And <laughs> so, it's, uh, and then throughout all those couple of first magazines, I, I fell in love with 37 Ford and we actually found one. So that was when I bought my first car, 37 Ford when I was 14 years old. And, he let me tinker with it, but he never fully let me take that car apart all the way. He would always, he bought me like 49 to 54 Chevy, those little shoebox Chevys. And those are the cars that I learned on because he could buy them out here in Nebraska for nothing. And then yeah. I ruined a lot of those cars. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I learned. And he bought me a yeah. big welder and a, a cheap little bead roller and a English wheel. And nice. that, that was it. And it was just, it was all about shaping metal and welding and fabricating and, and just figuring it out. You know, this is good. It reminds me of that great, a, a bit of a Bible story, I think. You know, feed a man, he'll eat for a day. Teach him how to fish, and he'll eat for a lifetime. So buy a boy an old car and let him weld on it, and he'll learn how to build cars for the rest of his life, right? Instead of just right. buying him a car that he can drive, that, you know, that uh, he'll only be able to drive for a while. That's a great story. Well, Look, you're an entrepreneur, you own a business, and these things can be fraught with ups and downs. I'd love for you to share a story that was a big challenge for you, even a failure that you faced along the way that kind of pushed you to your limits. And the reason for this question is more about what this situation taught you so that you could come out on the positive end. So walk us through that experience and help us understand how you gained even more momentum in your business, in your career, in your life as a result of it. Um, I think I'm, I'll, I'll take that back to some of the stuff I mentioned earlier. It was just being a single father, um, raising my daughter and just the crazy, the craziness of, uh, you know, kind of balancing the two and starting a business. Yeah. On top of that, we were trying to build a Riddler car <laughs> to get our name out there and <laughs> add that complexity to it. <laughs> so and there's a, there's a story with that car. It was six days before Detroit 
And we had just got the car running and, you know, it was like a huge, huge feat. We cleared a hurdle. It, all right, the car's running. Everything's good. We just button her up. And, and it was like 2 a.m. on a Saturday night. And we, we fired the car one more time just to make sure everything was good. And it, it, it chucked a pulley, uh, a water pump pulley. The little fan on the alternator actually caught the pulley and batted it outside of the engine compartment. Otherwise, had that little bitty fan not caught that thing. It would have ripped the hood off and, and who knows what, but it was just like whole. And I had this, I had a video of it at the time and I deleted it right afterwards. I'm like, Oh, nobody can ever see this, but I wish, I wish I still had that thing. But you know, that was just one of those things. It was like, it's kind of a humbling experience. It's like, don't, you know, we've come don't this get far. Cocky, kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and yeah. so we, you know, everything turned out great and we ended up winning the Riddler and, and, uh, Shortly after, a few months after that, I, I met my my now wife, and uh, she was a on a single mother raising a child, a boy named Skyler. And Skyler and my daughter Madison were best friends, and uh, that's that's actually how we met. And uh, she's kind of you know she's she's the brains behind the operation, and she's the one that pulls all this together. So uh, she yeah, gets yeah she gets all the credit. But well. You know, th- this is a, a challenge I've heard from time to time from people being a single parent and how difficult that is and, and that life and work balance that is compounded when you have your own business. And in your case, trying to build a car and, and then building a business. So maybe you could offer one little tidbit of help to somebody that might be out there in this situation and, and struggling and juggling this single parent lifestyle. Is there, is there one thing you can maybe share from us that you gleaned from being a success with that? I'm sure you had some challenges and a few things that you went, ah, oh, should, should have done that differently. But is there is there one thing you might offer as a word of encouragement for somebody out there that might be dealing with this? You know, I had a, one of my very, very good friends from college told me, I, you know, because I'd call and be like, man, this is, this is crazy. It's, how am I going to do all this? And he, he, he always said, he goes, Man, you just got to put your head down and keep running like hell. And and I guess that's the only thing I can tell everybody is just keep at it, you know, and it'll always keep, work yeah. out. It always does. If you have the drive, it'll work, you know, yeah, and that's, yeah. there you go. and you're only as good as the people you surround yourself with. That's everything. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Having a base of friends, if you're fortunate enough to have some other family that can help. Uh, but it sounds like your friend gave you some great advice. Just put your head down and keep on going. That's all you can do. Don't give up. Nice. Let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special vehicle. Maybe we already have in a sense of this Riddler build, but is there a car that maybe came before that that was really special for you? And and if so, maybe share a memory you have about that ride. I still have a 54 Chevy. That's the only car left from when uh, my dad and I had all the cars together. My dad passed away in 2000 um, of lung cancer, but uh, mm-hmm. he was he was my buddy and that 54 yeah. was the last car we rode together in. And I believe it was one of the Americruises in Lincoln, Nebraska back in the, oh, it would have been about 99, I think it was. Uh-huh. That, that was, I don't know. It's, it's of all the cars we had, there's something about that 54 Chevy that always stays near and dear to my heart and just the experiences him and I had on that last little road trip. And yeah, that's, that's a car I'll never part with. Yeah. Someday I'll build Very it. Nice. Someday. You know, um, there was a car at the classic auto show in 1934. If I think I have my, Miles right that I shot a little video of Wayne getting in a beautiful blue build that you had done. Maybe talk a little bit about that before I ask my next question cuz that car was just so cool. The the little touches of details and nuances and Wayne climbed, climbed into that thing and had a big smile on his face. You guys fired it up and and Wayne got out and he said, 
crawl underneath this thing. Look underneath this car. It'll blow you away. Um, tell us, tell our listeners a little bit about this little 1934. Yeah, uh, it's a 1934 Model A. Uh, we built yep. it for Ted Hubbard, Ted and Colleen Hubbard. Um, they're out of the Oma area here in Nebraska. And, you know, Ted came to us and just said, I want, I want a car that looks like it's a high school kid's car where his dad had way too much money. And he goes, I want <laughs> all this rare that, you know, the blown Arden and, and have it look like it has all this rare speed equipment and stuff on it. And, uh, he goes, I want the cartoon stance. And that was it. So it just kind of let us go with it. It was a perfect opportunity to just take a hot rod and kind of kind of push a hot rod to where hot rodding hasn't been. Um, kind of blend the elegant styles and but yet just pure hot rod. So the car is uh probably ninety-nine percent handmade. And when I say that, everything was made on the thing except for the front two tires. So um even the rear tires were one-off tires. Um, all the wheels, all the suspension, the frame, the body, even every fastener was handmade on that car. And, oh uh, gosh. It, was, it was just one of those deals where, uh, you know, you study a car long enough. It's like, well, how about we reverse section this to make it look more like a 32? So it's heavier in the midsection. And everybody asks, always asks, well, how much is that chopped? And I have no clue because it was just one of those where, <laughs> It's just like just we keep lowering the top down where it's like, well, we go a little bit more. And, you know, so I have no idea. I, if I had to guess, it'd probably be around six inches. But it, it was it's fun when you can take a car like that. And I'm not a, I'm not a guy that likes to build real flashy cars. I like just like period correct, timeless cars, I guess. That, yes. That'll yeah. stand the test of time. And, and I don't want one little part to stand out about over, above everything else. So, you know, the car's got to have the look, first of all. And then I want the little details to draw you in. And, and that's where, that's where my crew and stuff, it's, these guys are the best. It's just everybody's so damn passionate about this stuff and, um, everybody contributes. And like I had mentioned to you that we're, we're, we're all really good at one or two things. And then all of us pretty much suck at a lot of things, but between, between all the things we're good at, you know, we, we pull it all together. So <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a part of a great team. Well, I'll tell you that car, you hit the nail on the head as far as classy because that's the way I looked at that car. You see a lot of hot rod builds and they're kind of, flash in the pan so they look good for about a year and then they get a little long in tooth because there's so much cliche but that thing to me and now i'm not a big hot rod guy uh, admittedly i mean i love them i admire them but it's not a car that i've always longed to go after of having a hot rod of some kind but that thing i just kept going back and looking at it and i kept seeing more things every time i looked at it and i went man this is just so nicely done and so classy so kudos to you again uh, well, thank you. An incredible build. Yeah, yeah. And that Impala that was sitting in the corner, that thing was insane. Turned my good buddy Steve Bernstein from a Porsche guy into a, <laughs> an Impala guy in one <laughs> one quick second. He just couldn't stop looking at that car, taking pictures of it. So uh, you converted a couple of us here, Andy. Nicely done. How about Seller's Remorse? Is there a vehicle you've owned that you've let go that you really wish you had back? Um, I sold my 37 Ford a few years ago. And I don't know why I did, and and I wish I had that car back. I really do. It's uh, you know, you get a you get a thought in your head, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna sell it. I have no idea where it's at, and it's long gone. So that's that that would be the car that I wish I could have back. There you go. Well, I would love for you to share with our listeners what has you so excited and fired up about your business right now, Cal Automotive Creations. You talked about all these cars you have in the shop, the backlog of cars you've got going. Maybe you can just rattle off a few of the projects that you can talk about that you're doing that have you very excited. Yeah. And you know, that's, it's, it's hard to mention them all. And, uh, 
cars are, uh, I can look at any car and get excited about any car. Cause it's like, Oh yeah, we can do this with that. And you know, it's, it's kind of like, Oh, I'd love to build one of those. And, and it seems like every time we finish a car and then, and my wife says, well, now you, I suppose now you want one of those. It's like, yep, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I want. <laughs> yeah. But, um, sure. you know, it's, it's just the variety of cars we have. We have a, a 60 Buick that we're building right now that, um, it's not really a custom, even though it's, uh, completely handmade, all suspensions, all one off and machined and fabricated it. And the car is all cut up and wedge sectioned and moved around. And it's just a really cool car. And it, it's trying to take kind of that, that, custom approach but just make it just the most elegant thing ever and, and a lot of people don't know what 60 buick looks like but they're they're just bizarre looking they're crazy and uh so that's a fun car we're finishing a 71 cuda right now that's uh doesn't look like your typical mopar it's uh really got an aggressive uh look to it but yet it's really elegant and uh mm-hmm. we'll have that car out here in a couple months we have a 63 Corvette split window that we're doing that was actually Boyd Coddington's last personal car, um, which is pretty cool. And, uh, we're getting about getting ready for Bonneville again. We built a, uh, Bonneville salt flat car and, and, uh, tell you what, that's something that's a lot of fun. And if somebody's never been to Bonneville, that's something you, you must take in at least once. Um, yes. but I will warn you, if you go out there, you're, you're kind of, you're going to be hooked. So it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a it's magical a really, place, isn't it? it? It is. It is. It's all the history and everything. And so we have a 34 Chevy that uh, the listeners look on my website or some of the social media stuff. You'll see that car and there's even videos of it running on the salt. Hope to do 300 this year with it. Wow. That's what's kind of cool is, you know, you can take a, a race car like that. It's, it, there's, there's no hiding anything. That thing's got to work and it's all up. It's, right. it's all up to you and the car, you know, so there's no, kind of limping something through it's it's pretty serious stuff and it's a lot of fun oh yeah so yeah we're like i said we're kind of all over the place from uh hot rods to customs to muscle cars to to uh, we're restoring the 61 lincoln right now so it's uh it's all over the place but it's fun well it's cool now that buick that 60 buick is that an invicta or a lesaber that is an invicta those things are crazy and you could do (laughs) i've seen some really wild builds from those cars that they just look like sharks coming at you, like an angry shark coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> they do. What's cool about it is, and you had mentioned the 62 Impala we did for Howard Groff that was at the Classic Auto Show. There's something about that car that just draws people in. It's just just very refined. And that's that's exactly what the 60 Buick is. Everything is everything is really refined. Every piece of trim is, is like a piece of jewelry. Everything works together, all the colors, nothing, you know, nothing will pop out at, at you and just, just kind of everything's subtle and works together. So very cool. Can't wait to see it. Fantastic. Well, Andy, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Car Show sponsors that make this all possible. Hey, fellow automotive enthusiasts, you know, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products since 1975. That's right. All the way back to my high school days. Want to keep your vehicle's exterior and interior looking new? It's easy with a Covercraft car cover. A car cover is the best way to keep your vehicle looking great for years to come. Car covers protect your paint from fallout, birds, dust, rain, insects, and pollen. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. I use my Covercraft car covers every single day. Right now, you can get 10% off all Covercraft custom car covers or their ready-fit car covers, plus... 
They offer you over 15 quality fabrics to choose from. Their spring sale is from April 15th through June 16th, 2019. Order direct at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. That's Covercraft.com. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. Hey, Mark Green here from the Cars Yeah podcast. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah TV show? That's right. Cars Yeah is now on MAV-TV. I visit some of the past Cars Yeah guests and take you along for the ride. Go to MAVTV.com to learn more where you can enjoy Cars Yeah TV. MAV-TV is also available on DirecTV, FuboTV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through MAVTV.com online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. All right, Andy, we are back, and I have a bit of an introspective question for you. If you woke up tomorrow in your shop and you were a car parked in the garage, what would Andy be and why? <laughs> that depends on the day, because I love so many oh, different cars. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. I don't know. You know, I, I, that, that's a really hard question to answer, because uh, I, I just I like so many cars. Uh, my favorite car ever is, is some of the GM stuff from in the 59 to 62 era um yeah that's kind of my go-to era there cars there honestly i'd I'd probably answer this in a nerdy way and just say i'd be that old reliable truck that always that never lets you down and just keeps going (laughs) i like that i've heard that answer before and i think that's a that's a fine answer you know what i wish we all wish we were sleek ferraris or you know race cars or something but you know if you're a steady eddie which there's nothing wrong with that you're someone that just delivers goes in and works really hard. You mentioned it earlier. You just put your head down and keep doing what you're doing and yeah. deliver great, great things to people. So I think that's absolutely fantastic. All right. Well, we are entering the last lap and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Um, the first shop I ever worked in, um, I think I was 21 years old and they hired me and uh, uh, looked at some of my drawings and some of my fab work and whatnot. And the, I wasn't even there 10 minutes. And the guy says, no matter how good you are, there's always someone better. And <laughs> I, I was floored when he said that, but that's something that's yeah. always stuck to me, you know, so. <laughs> stay humble. Was, was that his way of saying stay humble? I think so. I think so. Yeah. And, and that's something that I, I, I'll never forget. I was, I was saying this is kind of a way you break a wild horse. Maybe he thought you were a little too wild and cocky, but. I can't imagine you acting like that. I think you've kind of always been a humble dude, but uh, that's an interesting way to uh, to lead somebody to success. I'm not so sure I like it, but uh, maybe that's what he was trying to do. That's okay. How about a personal habit? Do you have one that you believe has contributed to your many successes? Never giving up. I, you know, it, it, this is probably crazy to say, but I, I get kind of tangled up in all the detail stuff, and I love the stuff that is that looks so simple. It's so complicated to make, and it, and I love when it almost frusts me to the point where I want to give up. But then that's yeah. usually when we want to pull through. So I love that yeah. kind of 
it's, it's a really weird thing, but that, that's kind of what drives me is uh, overcomplicating well, I can see things. That. <laughs> well, I, I saw that in that 30 Ford you built, those, those trim pieces that were on the exhaust and on the rear differential and the underside suspension components. I went, what on earth? How did he do that? And you explain how those were all welded on and then the edges are chromed and polished. And I'm like, oh my gosh, talk about trying to complicate your life. I think I even told you when we were talking about that, that that seemed like the greatest idea ever until we got about five or six bars or little fins into it. And it's like, well, this was a terrible idea, but we're already committed. So, Yeah. Whose idea was this, Andy? (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, how about a resource? Is there a resource that you're really fond of that you think our listeners would enjoy as well? You know, I don't, I kind of look at nature and stuff like that and see different uh-huh. things and it's like that's pretty cool even colors and and uh, even driving back from costa mesa a few weeks ago we were going through the mountains and just looking at all the the, the rocks and the, the mountains carved out for the interstates and you see some of the colors and it's like man that that's mother nature that's done right and it's just like that you can really pull some some influences from some of that stuff you know i love that you said that because a lot of people don't stop to smell the flowers, if you will. My father was an architect, and he he really taught me how to look at things. And he used nature as a great example of that, is to stop and look at nature and how things in nature are done and built. And you mentioned colors and how things are put together, because nature's had millions, if not billions of years to figure all this out. And they've done a pretty darn good job when you think about it. Of how yeah. things flow together, so uh, I like the fact that you you draw inspiration from that. It's it's a good thing for everybody to do. Get out, take a walk, and stop and look at things and really think about them. I love it. How about if I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased? Who would that be? Oh, I'd have to go probably deceased, and that's a tough one too. Probably maybe Har- Harley Earl or Henry Ford oh, wow. or something like you know yeah. one of those guys. Yeah. I watched a, it's a, a documentary that I've watched a few times and my wife got me hooked on it too. And that's probably where my obsession with Andrew Carnegie came from, but, uh, oh. it's the men who built America. Oh, and, I uh, love that series. Isn't that amazing? It's just oh, incredible. And some of the stuff Henry was doing, it's just to pick somebody's brain like that. It'd just be amazing. I think so. Yeah. That was a great series. And, and you know, some of those guys are pretty brutal about how they achieve what they achieve. But just the fact that they had the foresight and inspiration and drive to create what they created and really changed the face of, of many things for people. Uh, and, and you could say some not for the best things, but most of it was to improve society and, you know, expand society and grow and create jobs and things. So, yeah, those listeners, look that up. If you haven't watched that, it's well worth Looking now, how about a book since we're on the track of learning things from others? Is there a book that you've read that you'd like to share? Um, I'll kind of stay along those same paths. Uh, my wife, uh, both my wife and I are obsessed with Andrew Carnegie, and actually, we named our we have a little two year, two and a half year old boy that is named Carnegie. So, um, wow. okay, she got me hooked on this book, and I have not finished it yet, but I'm I'm going through it, and it's The Gospel of Wealth by Andrew Carnegie, and it's it's pretty cool. Just the the things you can relate to, and he the the ideas and the foresight that he had on some of the stuff. It's it's pretty cool stuff. Awesome. Well, I'll remind our listeners you can find that link and all sorts of great things that Andy has shared with us today on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to carsyeah.com, type in Andy Leach, L E A C H, the spelling of his last name, and you'll find that book and everything else. All right, Andy, we are up to the checkered flag, and this last 
question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet. Doesn't matter where it is or who owns it. It's going to be parked in your garage, but there's a couple rules to this little game. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. It's the only collector car you can have, which makes that a challenge. And you have to drive it. No garage queens allowed here on Cars Yeah. So what can I buy you today? Well, I, I kind of alluded to it earlier that I, I really love the 59 GM stuff. Yep. My dad had a 59 Chevy Impala back in the 59 and 60s when he had it. And uh, they would have to be that car. And I want to build okay. that car someday. Um, yeah. Him and I were always on a wild goose chase to try to find that car. And uh, I just found out about six months ago. I've been, I've been looking for that car for 20 years and uh, just wow. found out that it was crushed. So it kind of oh. broke my heart. but but. Uh, I have to build that car because it was a, uh, here in Nebraska, that was a really pretty uh, car ahead of its time. And uh, I'd love to to build that car just the way it was, but just with a little bit of modern influence to it. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I could feel like you'd stare put, at that car. <laughs> you'd put your touches on this thing. So, well, here's the deal. Since uh, we'll find you one of these and you just build whatever you want. Just send me the, the bills every month. I'll just pay them. So yeah, that way, you know, no problem. No problem at all. So uh Checks in the mail, as they always say. So <laughs> that sounds like a fun. I have no doubt you're going to find yourself one of those and build a car uh, to honor your father and uh, kind of do it the way you want to do it. That is going to be cool. I look forward to that. Andy, you have taken me on a great ride today. I knew this would be fun. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better, even more so than I did when we were down at the Classic Auto Show. I want to thank you for sharing your incredible journey and, and where you're headed. Could you offer our listeners a little parting piece of Wisdom and guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that 59 Chevy Impala. <laughs> um, I, I would just have to say that you can make anything work as long as you have the drive and uh, just keep after it. it it'll happen. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. There you go. And what's the best way for our listeners to follow along with you at Cal Automotive Creations? You can join our or follow our website at calautocreations.com. Uh, we are actually rebuilding the site right now and it should be up and running here in a couple of weeks and you'll be able to follow all the the builds, social media, Instagram and Facebook. You just look up my name, Andy Leach, and it'll you'll you'll be able to follow along a lot of the stuff that we're doing now. And yeah, it's a it's a it's a fun, fun ride. And I very lucky man to be doing what I'm doing with the guys that are, that are surrounding me. So well, there you go. Well, you built you've built your own luck. You've created your own luck. And kudos to you and your team for what you guys are doing. And I'll remind our listeners: make sure you follow along at uh, Cal Auto Creations, Cal Automotive Creations. Andy Leach, uh, this is a guy worth following, you guys. And if you love custom builds, custom cars, and a lot of variety and very high-level stuff, uh, Andy is the guy to follow. So we'll make we'll make sure we put all those links on Andy's show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Hey, Andy, thanks for uh, taking a little time out of your busy schedule for calling in today, being so generous with your time and expertise and sharing your many experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you very much, Mark. I appreciate you having me on here. You're welcome. This was fun. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. 
For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.